What is up, guys? This is Intel Sports. I am not a YouTuber, but I got my boy here, Jake. I'm Alex, and we got... Rob. 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 Oh, wait. Um, Alex, where's Rob? You know, it... To me, I think we might have lost him again. Um, He occasionally goes missing. I mean, I think we all do, kind of, because we've been off and on for the past two weeks. We actually have. Um, it pains us. It pains us to say this. But Rob is not in the building today. And if I had some sound effects, my sound effect would go, wah, wah, wah. But you know what? It's okay. Rob's being a good guy. He's helping someone out um, with something they needed. That's always Rob willing uh, to help someone. Uh, and we'll have him back next week, thankfully. Hopefully. If we're all here. If we are all here. We've been taking some periodic breaks, but, you know, that's uh, how it is in the show business. Welcome to COVID life, y'all. Uh, welcome to COVID life. Yeah, what Jake said, um, not necessarily true because we are still recording. So, you know, there is some there is some possibility for us recording every week. But, you know, there's not much going on in the sports world, as you all know. But that's not true, because guess what just came back? Oh, I know. But M- I'll let you announce it. MLB. MLB, everybody. You know what MLB that means? That means the back. Yankees are winning this year. Wait, didn't you pick the Dodgers? I don't know what you're talking about, man. You picked the Dodgers. You and Rob picked the Dodgers. I, I picked the Yankees. I don't remember. I would never go you against my bandwagon. team. Bandwagon. You bandwagon. The Yankees are my no, team. Jake. You literally picked the Dodgers with Rob. All right. Well, regardless of what Jake says, and if Rob was here, he'd be super Jake... excited because his baseball season is coming back. He loves baseball. Um, although it's going to be shorter this time around, it's only going to be sixty games this season. What a shame. But it's due to you know COVID, and they want to make sure the or pl- the players want to make sure they're safe because they got to make that money. Speaking of safety, the NBA has said that they have anonymous an anonymous line right for reporting of NBA players that are not following the Gu- guidelines. Guidelines. Wow. Well, this is great. We're living in in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Practice what you preach. Don't tell us stay home and go and do the difference. Anyway, <laughs> we'd hate for the show to turn out political, but we are touching on a hot topic tonight. Jake, that hot topic is Colin Kaepernick. There has been talk about him being brought back onto an NFL franchise. And me and Alex are going to go over this. We have for since we started the show. Um, and started this podcast, we have really tried to make sure that we stay away from this topic because we don't want it to turn political. And unfortunately, there's always that possibility it could because, you know, you have to get into certain aspects of things he does. Um, And, you know, we're just going to pretty much bring you up to speed. Anthony Lynn of the L.A. Chargers came out and said that he is on their workout list, which... I had never heard of a workout list for the NFL. Have you, Alex? Um, I have not. So I guess it's apparently if someone on their team gets hurt, they'll bring that person on and they will work them out to see if they want to have them replace whoever the injured player might be. Um, you know, it's always one of those weird topics. I, When I look at Colin Kaepernick, you know, uh, 
the only reason he got his opportunity was because Alex Smith uh, took a hit to the head and got a concussion in 2012. And Colin Kaepernick stepped in and led that team to the Super Bowl, in large part because he was great at running the football and he had a great running style team. So do you think that without Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick would have had a chance? I think if it wasn't for Alex Smith, he probably wouldn't have gotten the opportunity. But I could be wrong because Jim Harbaugh, um, the head coach at the time, he wanted Colin Kaepernick. He was pretty much saying, I want us to draft this guy because uh, Andy Dalton was there in the second round too in 2011 with Kaepernick. Um, but it's always one of those – That's that's always a question. Like you always hear it's – if this didn't happen, would so-and-so get the opportunity? You can say the same thing with uh, Tom Brady. If Drew Bledsoe never got hurt, would Tom Brady have gotten his opportunity? We don't know. I think maybe in like a lesser aspect of opportunity. So, like, I guess there there would have – he probably still would have turned out really good, but I'm thinking that it would it probably wouldn't have been for, like, the Patriots. It probably would have been for some other team that's – Which is always possible because not, teams don't hold on to a six-round – draft pick normally Mm-mm. they normally cut them look at um all across the league teams that's not normally draft six seventh round guys they get cut they don't make the team and they just bounce around the league but the patriots saw something obviously in tom brady to make them keep four quarterbacks on the roster which is mm-hmm. not normal normally it's like two uh, and you got to think that's like a slap in the face to all of them yeah because you're thinking why is this dude still here but obviously the team saw something in him and they wanted to develop him. And it was the same thing for Jim Harbaugh. He saw an opportunity with Greg Roman at the time to build something around Kaepernick. But if you kind of look at past NFL history, Kaepernick was the first guy to start him and Cam Newton. Let me rephrase that. Him and Cam Newton were starting to take the league by storm because Cam Newton could throw the ball and he could run the ball. The league didn't catch on to Kaepernick until his third year. Uh, because his like I said, his first year he when he got into the starting lineup, he let he helped lead the Niners to the Super Bowl and almost won a Super Bowl. But at the same time in that Super Bowl we had a certain thing happen, uh the blackout. Do you remember that? The power mm-hmm. went out in New Orleans and mm-hmm. because the Niners were getting blown out and then all of a sudden the power went out, gave the Niners a chance to regroup. Sure enough, they came back. Got to give them credit for that. But then they came to 2012 where he got the full – or, I'm sorry, 2013, he got the full opportunity to start. And they went, I think it was 13-3. and three. I'll have to go back and look at, uh, look at the record for you. But, you know, he just – the second year, it was still great. He was still running the ball. He was – they were putting him in a position to succeed. And then year three came, and they went eight and eight. That one I know for sure. And then Jim Harbaugh got fired. They replaced him. Colin, uh, Colin didn't finish uh, his next season fully. I think I believe he got hurt, and I think it was Blaine Gabbert who took over. And then his last year he played, he was one in ten. One in ten in his last season. That's not good. So, and people always like to bring up, oh, but he had 16 touchdowns and four interceptions. Okay. okay. But was it garbage time? Was it garbage yards? Was it garbage stats? Was it empty calories, as I like to say? I mean, 
Were you empty beating calories. anyone? Yeah. I like that one. Empty well, think calories. about it. If I go to the gym and I work out, I have a great workout. I'm like, you know what? I did such a good job today. I'm going to go over and buy a cake. I'm going to go eat some cake. What good did it do me? No good at gym. all. It did nothing. Nope. Right? So it's the same thing with Kaepernick. Now, this is the this is the part that I like to look at because a lot of people would say Colin Kaepernick is better than a lot of quarterbacks in the league. Maybe backups. Not I'm not gonna say starters fully. And they, they have a they have a point on that. I'll give them that. But let's not pretend that Kaepernick is this all-time great quarterback, because I've I've heard people say that he was a top ten quarterback, and I was like, no, he's actually not. He's twenty-eight and thirty in his career, so he's not this successful quarterback that people want to give him the credit for. And they always like to bring up he went to a Super Bowl. Well, that's also because he had a great rushing attack behind him. He had a great running team, a running back system, um, a great running game, I should say, and a great defense. And then people are going to compare it to Jimmy Garoppolo. But Jimmy Garoppolo had better numbers. And he stays in the pocket, as you mentioned earlier. And, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is not the most – I don't think he's the most athletic guy. People sometimes say he is, but – You know, I, I think, I, I, have, think I have a lot of respect for those that can stay in the pocket, though, because I feel like there's a lot more um, stress and anxiety when you're sitting in the pocket waiting for one of your guys mm-hmm. to get open, especially someone like Jimmy Garoppolo. Because, you know, you, I'm not saying he's got big shoes to fill, but – you got to think that everybody knew who Colin Kaepernick was. But then not just that, though. I mean, if you think about it, there's a lot to live up to because of guys like Joe Montana, Steve mm-hmm. Young. Those guys were there. And Alex Smith was – once they got Jim Harbaugh, he was playing a lot better. His confidence went up. And then even after he left San Francisco, he was very successful with the Kansas City Chiefs. And then, unfortunately, he had the injury that he suffered and – um more than likely he's never going to play again, which is sad to say because I love Alex Smith. I think Alex Smith is a great quarterback or a good quarterback, I should say. And, Dang. you know, he's – well, because you he got is. Demoted. Well, he's, you know, he's a game manager, and there's nothing wrong with a game manager quarterback. I don't know why people get offended by that title. It's a good title to have. because Game means, manager? Yeah, because you don't cost your team. You're making the right mm-hmm. plays when they count. Mm-hmm. Kaepernick, to me, there are definitely quarterbacks I would say that he is a little bit better than in the NFL. But there's a guy that's also sitting behind Tom Brady right now in Tampa Bay named Blaine Gabbert. You ever heard of him? No. be honest. Probably not, right? (laughs) He was a bust in Jacksonville, came to San Francisco, and beat out Colin Kaepernick for his job. After Kaepernick lost his job, that's when he began to kneel during the national anthem. It wasn't before, it was after he lost his job. So he lost his job as the starting start, quarterback. As, as the starting uh, as the starting starting as the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. They okay. ended up going with uh Colin Kaepernick. I can't even remember the coach that had a quick cup of coffee for <laughs> the Niners that year. Um but then he got replaced by Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly's been known not to be that great of a head coach anyway. But, you know, I just don't think that Colin – I don't think Colin should be a starting quarterback. Maybe a backup, sure. Um, and then if you want to bring up past history, he has – because I'll say this, he has numbers that are similar to uh, Nick Foles, who okay. played for the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Literally, they, they're identical almost. But Nick Foles has won more. 
He was a Super Bowl MVP. He he didn't just get his team to the Super Bowl. He won the uh, Super Bowl, and he outplayed Tom Brady doing it. Mm -hmm. When can you say that about Kaepernick? Yeah, but I mean, I guess really in in reality, you can't really say that about too many quarterbacks either. Exactly. Because Tom Brady is, and we've mentioned it before, is the GOAT. I won't go that far. This This is where Rob would cue his little... His little goat sound. <laughs> yeah, like that. Um please forgive that guys. I will never but do that you, again. You think of you think of football and you think major names, you know, like Joe Montana, Tom Brady, you know, you think uh Aaron Rodgers. Um you think all of these these big names and it is true that, you know, the Eagles the Eagles took over the Patriots, but it, it's I mean like who can really say for their team that they did that. Right. Like, not too many quarterbacks can do that. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is, in the fault of Kaepernick for that situation, there really wasn't an expectation for them to go that far. And one thing I'm going to say about Nick Foles before I get roasted and people go, well, you know what? Nick Foles barely has more wins than Kaepernick. Well, Nick Foles is 21 and 11 with the Eagles. Guess why he doesn't do well anywhere else? Because the system wasn't there for him. It mm-hmm. wasn't the mm-hmm. right system. Kaepernick was lucky he had someone like Greg Roman who literally built a system around him. If you look at um, the year Robert Griffin III, before he got hurt, he was the rookie of the year under Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan, who's the head coach of the Niners now, put mm-hmm. him in a position with a great running t- running attack and was able to have RG3 run, throw the ball well. But the re- reason RG3 was able to play as well as he did was because you have the play action game that opens up for you right and you're running the ball you're able to mislead the other team but rg3 got hurt too because he ran the ball a lot lamar jackson has greg roman as his offensive coordinator Mm -hmm. and lamar jackson thrived i don't want to say that lamar jackson is going to get hurt but i think the thing about lamar jackson compared to colin he's more gifted at throwing oh lamar jackson is phenomenal he can he can run the ball beautifully yeah he does have play action to help him but i think the thing that sets him apart is the fact that of how much younger he was than colin Mm -hmm. and how he's going to be able to continue to develop he's still young Mm -hmm. like he's got a lot of room to grow and -hmm. i think we're going to see lamar be more different than rg3 and colin because i think that he's a whole different animal compared to what those guys were and, you know, when people bring up the whole kneeling thing, I'll admit that I had an issue with it, right? I don't know about you if you did or not, but um, there was a former – I want to—I don't want to get the titles wrong because I always feel bad when I do with military, but I believe he was Army. Uh, Kaepernick was originally sitting near the anthem. He wasn't kneeling at first. And mm-hmm. he, um, I'll get his name for you in a, in a minute or two, but he – uh, the guy who was from the army, he reached out to Kaepernick cause he wanted to find a solution for Kaepernick to be able to show, um, that he was against police brutality. And he reached out and suggested kneeling because of like when someone dies in the army, the military or whatever it is, they always take a, they take a knee for that fallen comrade. So he suggested, uh, he suggested for them to kneel. Green Beret 
Uh, Nate Boyer. Yeah, Nate Boyer. That's what it was. There it is. Nate Boyer recommended to Colin to kneel, so Kaepernick decided to kneel. Here's my issue when it comes to kneeling. Because I played football, I played basketball and all these sports, but football we always did the national anthem. Whether I was hurt or healthy, I stood. If I was on crutches, I stood. I didn't care. I was always going to stand for the anthem and put my hand over my heart and thank the men and women who died for our country to uh, for giving their lives and for the family that they left behind. Now, in Kaepernick's defense, he has every right if he wants to kneel for the anthem. That's his right. But here's where what the problem was. Real quick, if... It, and if you guys if you guys haven't picked up our topic because i don't know if we did we like actually mention the topic all right basically the question mm-hmm. to us was uh do you think any nfl team should should sign, sign kaepernick. kaepernick and we're kind of going through like we established his past we established yeah. where his his career was at because um, we know this is a, this is a touchy topic for some people it and is it is and the last thing we want to do is upset people but we also don't want to you know shy away from 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 different I views guess, because yeah. it's it's okay to have different views than somebody else. We want to make that very clear. Don't don't look at it this way like we're just bringing this up and this is how like we're totally against Kaepernick cuz I'll sit here and say like I said that there are teams that maybe they could use him. Maybe they could have a good backup quarterback. But I'm not going to pretend that he hasn't had opportunity either and I'm going to get into that in a second, um maybe another minute or two. But so Kaepernick decided to take the knee and this is where I have a problem with it. If you're going to protest something, if you are going to use that platform to go against police brutality, guess what you're doing? You're doing it on the clock. Mm -hmm. You're doing it while you're working. If I went, if I came to work and I knelt in front of a flag to protest on the clock more than likely I'm getting fired because whatever job that I'm working for, they have every right to say I'm violating either a code of conduct or they have a way that they get to put into put rules in the place for. Well, not, not just, I mean, I'm sure most companies don't really, there's, there's a thin line between, you know, your beliefs and stuff and and your work, but I'm sure all works don't want, you know, people taking taking payroll to kind of do stuff like that. I don't know. There's and, and there's that's what I mean. Like, like a time and a place. There's a time and a place for it. And also, you got fans that are in attendance, and it was like 50% of the fans said they stopped watching the NFL because the politics that came into play. Mm-hmm. And you know, any job is going to tell you the fan, uh, the fan or the customer is always right. That's mm-hmm. what they're going to tell you every single time. So what do you do to better your product? You, you, as a business, you have to say, Hey, we're, you know, we're against this. And a lot of people forget the 49ers didn't let go of Colin. Colin opted out of his contract because originally the Niners were trying to trade him to the Broncos. Mm. John Elway wanted him, but Kaepernick wanted too much money and Kaepernick was not healthy he was uh, vegetarian or vegan. Yeah, vegan. Vegan. Yeah. So they were concerned and people are going to say, oh, well, that's just, you know, you shouldn't be concerned of someone's health if they're vegan. 
Uh, I've seen some people that. Uh, I mean, there's no there. There's nothing wrong with being vegan. Yeah, you do no, what you want, but yeah. in in football or any strenuous type of sport, you have to be able to hold yourself up. And to be vegan and be in football, it's especially a as a quarterback, game. is a whole another a whole prime, other level. A prime example of someone who got hurt a lot was Arian Foster. He was a running back for the Houston Texans. Was a fan favorite. Became a vegan and mm-hmm. got hurt a lot. Didn't stay in the NFL. Now, this is the part where I'm going to get into, and I'm I'm not happy that it happened, but it happened. So the team that actually reached out to him um, about signing him, about giving him a shot, was actually the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore reached out and uh, they want they were I believe they worked him out from what I remember. They worked him out, and he was going to get a shot. The Baltimore Ravens were very close to signing Colin, but for those of you who aren't familiar with the movie Django, there's a scene where um, Samuel L. Jackson is portraying a slave, and he's holding on to, I guess you would call, say his, his owner. After, right. after, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, holding on to Leonardo DiCaprio with him dying. Well, Colin Kaepernick's girlfriend had posted a picture of Ray Lewis doing the same thing, this, um, the Baltimore Ravens owner. I don't want to butcher his last name. I think it's Steve Bishotti. And after that, the Baltimore Ravens had decided that they weren't going to sign Colin because of it. It wasn't be- – Why do you think that is, though? Like, do you do you think that Colin's girlfriend had every intent to – tie the two of those together like the two instances the one from the movie and the one from the I think Ravens. she did I think she did because your boyfriend's about to get signed by a team and then you you post something like that I don't know if she thought it would be funny as a joke or whatever but then at that point Colin Kaepernick has every opportunity to speak out and say hey I can't control what she says I can't control this I can't control that and he did not come out and say anything Steve mm-hmm. Bashotti just wanted to know if he wanted to play football. And they never got to that conversation because that picture was tweeted before they even got to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. But they want, they were very close on signing Kaepernick is what the reports were. And also, his last year in football, he did something pretty questionable. He wore a Castro shirt to Miami uh, for a game. That is a very sensitive topic for a lot of those Miami fans. A lot of people. And a lot of people in Miami. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe Kaepernick liked some of the stuff that Castro did when it came to education and stuff like that. But you got to be more sensitive when it comes to things of that nature. Yes, we're intentionally leaving out the politics of yeah, Castro I, because I, we're not getting into no, that. But that's that's a lot. It, You'll have to go look that up on your own. I'm not getting into that. Either way, everyone's got their own opinion. Um, it is true that there is companies that will design t-shirts with Castro on them. Now, what the, what the issue is with that is that these companies design them in a way, and this is just any type of like political design on a t-shirt or whatever clothes have you. Um, they design them in a way to be worn as like, you know, like a design. 
they're designed to be worn as what would you call that? I don't even know what that's called. I like, don't even know the an word. An outfit it would be. and all yeah, just all this other stuff, right? Um, but what gets me about that is that all of the kids who buy them, all the people who buy them, um, there are some people that have no idea who the person on the shirt is. There are some people who have no idea what the saying on the shirt or the sweater is. And for Colin Kaepernick to show up to a place where it's a sensitive topic and wear a shirt like that is not just, you know, negligent. I mean, of course he's got his own, he's got his own views. Right. But you kind of have to be sensitive to like where you're going. Like we're not going to go to Israel or wherever and wear a shirt with Hitler on it because that would just be like, why would would you do that? Yeah. That'd be rude. Like I'm not going to hurtful. I'm not going to make fun of your, your family and then one of them passes away and then wear a shirt of your that's family member. That's it's just wrong. So I don't I don't know. The the whole the whole thing behind Colin Kaepernick doing kind of his own thing is is I guess more of like a head game because when they were thinking about re signing him to all these different teams, they held the private practices. That's where I have the oh, that's right. I'm glad you I brought I'm glad you brought it up. I'm glad you brought it up because I was gonna bring it up. The pra- yes, <laughs> the private practices, dude. That I stole it. <laughs> he beat me to it, so I'll let him get it to it first before I do. So it it just gets me because I like I was saying, I feel like it's more of a head game for him to schedule this private practice with all of these NFL teams, right? To try and get back into the NFL, and for him to do what he did and not even take it seriously, switch it to some other place, you know, down the road or whoever. I think it was However like far. four hours away. Yeah, like four hours away to what was it, a high school or a college? Yeah, high school. A high school is kind of like, okay, do you, do you just want the attention or do you really want to play? It's kind of like what you were saying about the Baltimore uh, Ravens coach. It's mm-hmm. like he hasn't told me he wants to play football. Like okay. he hasn't, he hasn't yeah. said anything, right? Yeah. And it's like the same thing. Like do you want to play football or do you just kind of want the to attention. be the do center you want of the attention? Exactly. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of players that would love every opportunity to get into the NFL. And this is the part where I get frustrated with NFL owners, NFL coaches, all these guys. They're coming out and saying, oh, I wanted to sign this guy back in this year. I wanted to do this this year or that year. Why didn't you speak out then? Mm-hmm. Why are you all of a sudden now because – of events that are happening, using this as an opportunity to build your platform and say, oh, we would love to have an opportunity to sign him. We have no problem signing him. We have no no objection to it. Right. You are now waiting for it, for people to go, look, hey, he's they're totally in the signing him, so they should sign him. There's another guy on the free agent market that I would take over Colin Kaepernick because he was the MVP of the league, and that is Cam Newton. Hmm. The Chargers should be looking at Cam Newton mm-hmm. over Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick has not played in the NFL in four years. That's I, He has not played in the league in four years. Right. We have not heard him come out himself and say, I want to play football. He has mm-hmm. not come out and said it. If he did, then I would say, let's see what he can do. Mm-hmm. Don't sign him to try to screw him over. Don't sign him to try to sabotage him. 
see if he can play. If he cannot play, then there you go. You show, hey, Tough he luck. can't play. Exactly. And you know what gets me is that all of these people are saying, sign Kaepernick, sign Kaepernick, sign Kaepernick. Like, we need him to be in the NFL. And it's like, well, does he want to be in the NFL? Because we haven't heard anything. Exactly. And I mean, I, there's reports that come out and say, yeah, he wants me in the NFL. He wants to play. I have not heard him say it. I have not seen him tweet about it. Right. Without, and I'm saying this without a bias because we haven't gotten into our complete opinions yet about what he did. Um, I'm saying this without a bias. If he wants to play football, then I, I say the same exact thing as you, Jake. Like, let's see what he's got, and then we'll see if anybody should even sign him. Because what's the point of signing somebody who's all talk and no to, action. to get there to the first game and he's got nothing? Like, he'd break his hip or I don't know. I don't know. He'll tears pull something and tears ACL. Like I said, the dude like, hasn't played in four point? years. Exactly. Like, I... I could understand if he was constantly, you know, like practicing and working out and playing and playing and playing for these four years, but we haven't heard anything about that. I mean, I always hear he's in great, the greatest shape that he's ever been, but I hear that a lot of times about certain guys every year when they're about to come out and play. I hear that about Tom Brady. Oh, he's in the best shape he's ever been in. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the best shape he's ever been in. Ray Lewis, this person, this person. Okay, that's great, but are you going to help us win? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be able to get lead us to our ultimate destination, which is a championship? Exactly. The because NFL teams before winning mm-hmm. is about money. Who is going to bring us money? See, the whole the whole thing that we've been talking about this whole literally the whole podcast, this not this episode, I mean like in general, the whole podcast um is the whole goal of being on a football team is to get your team to the Super Bowl. Like, it doesn't matter what your teammates are doing. It doesn't matter what the coach is doing. Like, you need to put everything you've got into it so that together you work as a well-functioning, oiled machine to get to the Super Bowl. Because if you're not working for the Super Bowl, then, like, what are you doing? You know what drives me nuts, though, Alex? Like, super nuts because people had said that there was a certain quarterback that they thought could be good if people actually worked with them, if they actually gave them a shot. Tim Tebow was criticized because he would oh kneel and pray during a game. I don't when he was not on the field. He's not doing it during the national anthem. He's not de- he's not doing it before the game starts, before the whistle. He is doing it while he's on the sideline watching his teammates try to make a stop on defense. Right. And he was criticized like crazy for it. That's where I get upset because although at the same time, people said, oh, we'll bring him onto a team. Chip Kelly brought him on to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. The Jets claimed that they were going to use him. They didn't use him properly. The New England Patriots, I don't really think used him properly. Tim Tebow could have actually been like Taysom Hill for the New Orleans Saints, mm-hmm. who's a special teams guy, quarterback, all these different things. He was will- he, he, If he was willing to do it, I have no problem. But he decided to switch to baseball and put the work in, and look what he's doing. He's playing baseball. It's pretty good. I mean, he's decent. but he, I mean, but I'm saying at least all due he, respect, but, he's, but-, <laughs> but he's putting the work to go and do it. Now, maybe, maybe Colin was blackballed from being in the NFL. Fair or not, 
But at the same time, for me personally, if you're going to protest, go do it in a pub- public park. Mm-hmm. If you're going to protest police brutality, go in front of a police station and kneel. If you want, if you're, if you really want, I will see the, the thing is, is that people want to use their platform to be able to stand up for what they believe in. So I guess what the real question is here is how would you do that without discriminating against anybody? Like the Tim Tebow thing that you just brought Mm -hmm. up, right? Tim Tebow is my boy. He was awesome. That's when I started following the Broncos, right? Why is it that somebody can do something that's completely it it has no it people doesn't relate were, to anybody people were very right? a lot of people were more offended from tebow kneeling and praying than kaepernick kneeling during the anthem exactly why is it that people can do something that relates to nobody and get and get pulled or blackballed or whatever you call it right but somebody does something that affects literally the whole country and it's completely fine like there's a, don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong if you want to protest you know whatever you want to do protesting go for it but i just i just think that if you're protesting for you know the equality of something and for like the ending of something else then i feel like it is your duty to allow somebody else to do what they feel they need to do on the field like if if colin kaepernick could kneel for the the national anthem Stand up for somebody who wants to kneel and pray. Stand up for somebody who wants to kneel for cancer. Stand up for somebody who wants to kneel for some other other thing that has like literally nothing to do with politics or even to do with politics. Like it should be that person's duty to look out for the other people doing the same thing. Well, and then like you said, I'm not I don't have a problem if Kaepernick, if a team wants to sign Kaepernick. I don't but I don't, don't either, but I, I, I don't but don't just jump on it because of the fact that that he's now, got presence now everybody's calling for him to be signed no not a whole lot of people were calling for him to be signed a few years ago and now because mm-hmm. of the stuff that's happening in our world today now now they want him to be signed now they're coming out and saying i have no problem signing him i have no problem with this i think we should i think it'd be great exactly and they have no idea what they're putting him through again like can you imagine if he had finally let it go and just said you know what like whatever right and now they're bringing him back into it and they're like they need to sign him he needs to get back into football and he's just sitting there like don't you think too it also uh, makes the the teams look bad that want to sign him now it does because they there's no erasing what they originally said there's no erasing what they originally did exactly so you just make yourself look even worse by now saying, like, oh, yeah, we wanted to sign him. Okay, well, you should have just did it. Yeah, one thing that... You should have did it. Yeah. One thing that I was I was raised with is... And, Jake, you'll know exactly where this is from. Yep. But um, it's let your yes be yes and your no be no. The way my my dad explained it to me is if you tell somebody no... And they keep bugging you and bugging you and bugging you and bugging you. Your answer still needs to be no. If you go no and they keep bugging you and you say yes, then they're going to think, oh, he's going to say yes to me if I keep bugging him. Like that that just makes you flaky. Like it makes you wishy-washy. You know, like you need to be that firm, that firm person that says if you, no. If you truly in feel. Any instance. If you're an NFL owner and you truly feel like you do not want to sign Colin Kaepernick, then don't do it. Exactly. Don't do it. Don't 
don't give up your morals because now there's some pressure on you to actually do it. Like I said, I'd take Cam Newton before I take Colin Kaepernick. Because I think Cam Newton's way better than Colin Kaepernick. I think Cam Newton can be still I still think Cam Newton can be successful compared to Colin Kaepernick, who's been out of the league for four years, who will have to relearn the NFL offenses. He's gonna have to he literally has to be put in a situation to succeed. Because Nick Foles, when before he won a Super Bowl with Philadelphia, he almost retired because he couldn't take the NFL anymore because he was just he was burnt out and he had been he was after Philadelphia, he was traded to St. Louis first at mm-hmm. the time. And then he got traded to Kansas City. And then after that, he was going to retire. Mm-hmm. But uh, Doug uh, Doug Peterson from the Philadelphia Eagles convinced him to stay, to come out and play. And sure enough, he won a Super Bowl MVP with the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I'm not saying Kaepernick can do that. I'm not saying that he will. But if you put him in the right system, maybe he can succeed. Maybe he can surprise us. Maybe he can shock me and you. Right. But don't do it out of pure pressure. Don't sign someone out of pure pressure. Go and sign it because you feel like it will actually help your team win. I have no problem with Colin Kaepernick getting a second shot. I don't. And I know we had a, a lot of people, we, we did a poll, and people asked, should an NFL team sign him? And a lot of people voted no. And... I just feel like, you know what, just give the guy a shot. Like, if, if he's still good, then, then there I mean, you go. by all means, sign him. Sign him to a good team. Someone pick him up because if he's good, then what is he doing sitting at home? Okay. Like, you want a team? I'll, I'll give you a team that maybe he can compete with some quarterbacks. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They don't technically have a legitimate starting quarterback. I, I have questions about Gardner Minshew, mustache mania, as they call them. Um, another boy mustache. Another spot. I mean, I'm I'm surprised they never even looked into him because of the history of the Davis family is the Las Vegas Raiders. Look at that! I said Las Vegas Raiders this time. Wow, the one day Dang. Rob is not I did here. it finally, but I wouldn't be shocked if um I, I was shocked. I well, let me rephrase that. I was shocked that they never gave him a call because normally uh, the Raiders look into guys who have, you know, they, they say questionable character. I don't want to say Kaepernick has questionable character because I don't know Kaepernick. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. And unfortunately, like I said, there's going to be people that are going to be happy to see him in the NFL. And there are going to be people that are mad to see him in the NFL. Yeah. You can't please everyone. So to me, and me and you have been taught, and uh second chances right so give him the second chance he blew his first one Mm -hmm. and he had an opportunity to get signed again so but i don't want to consider that his second chance even though he had an opportunity to speak out against what his girlfriend said he didn't do it it's because he's sticking up for his lady jake exactly you got a girlfriend and that's gonna happen you got a wife you're gonna defend your wife that's just how it works Mm -hmm. um not always. I'm not always that person. I normally kind of try to disagree. So No, he is that type of person. Eh, let's not go that far. But I honestly think that legitimately a team should give him an opportunity to at least compete for a backup role. If he cannot compete for the backup role, if he cannot beat out 
the second guy on the team, then there you go. He didn't do it. But then at the same time, you'll yeah. Pro- but then you got that. But then you got- you'll. But then you'll probably hear people say, "Well, they didn't probably put him in the right position. They probably didn't help him very much at all." Yeah, but you also have the situation where he takes someone else's spot, and it's kind of like, "Well, what did that other person do to deserve that? Like nothing, obviously." Uh, to me, this is my opinion. You gotta compete for your spot. If you don't beat out the guy that's behind you, then obviously you didn't deserve that spot in the beginning. Dang. Japes. Japes. (laughs) I'm Japes now, y'all. Jake is dropping hard facts over here. It's true. I mean, look, if you're you're at work and someone's out working you, who should be working there? You. You should still keep your job even if someone's out working you in the same position? I mean. Or that maybe is a lower position than you? Why not just add another position? To me, I'm replacing that person saying, hey, this guy's out working you. I'm putting them in. I don't know about that, Jake. That That's just me. That's how the business world works. Yeah, that's true. Anybody can get fired any second. But I also want to say this because one thing for me, and I've always felt this way, is that there's always going to be obstacles in your way in life. There is always going to be an obstacle. But guess what? You have every opportunity as an individual, as a person, as a human being to overcome that obstacle. You are going to get out of life as much as you put into life. Right. So if I don't put anything into life, I'm not going to get anything out of it. Mm-hmm. If I don't put in the work at my job or a relationship or whatever it might be, I'm not getting the most out of it because I'm not putting anything into it. I have to be able to willing. I have to be willing to put in the effort in anything I do. Right. Otherwise, I'm never going to succeed at anything. Right. Long story short, everybody. So for me, you work for it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'll say for me, yes, I think Kaepernick should have an opportunity to compete for a job in the NFL. I mean, I think it, I so, think the NFL is just as, uh, how would you say, just as workforce like as a normal job. Well, yeah, like, because I mean, he's got he's got the qualifications for it being that he was a football player. He was in a Super Bowl. He's got, he's been in the playoffs. Exactly. But but owners you still do have, have the to, right. You to, still have to do basically like interview and all this other stuff. And I think before he gets signed anywhere, he needs to show everybody that he's still got what he had at least, if not more, because if he's got what he had back then, then I mean, it's it's not much. You're going to settle and sign for a guy who doesn't really make a difference. You like want to sign said, the people always who a, make there's the always, difference. There's always a point where he could prove us wrong, and he could be a successful quarterback. He could, and you know what? That would be great. That would be, be great, great for him. And he says, hey, I showed you guys. I showed you guys I can play. I showed Good. you guys I can do this. Good job. But there's also the possibility that it just wasn't for him. Exactly. And people have to be willing to accept that. If he does not succeed, if he now, like I said, it's all going to depend. This is the what if game. If he does this, if he does that, if he gets signed, if he doesn't. So let's say he gets signed. That's all up to him at that point. Right. He's got to put the work into it. He has got to make NFL his focus. Mm-hmm. And I understand maybe he has some stuff that he wants to do in the community. Mm-hmm. But you need to do that on the side. When you go to the workplace, that is the workplace. Right. What you do on the clock, 
represents your entire facility. Exactly. Your entire workplace. Right. So there's got to be some sort of uniformity there. Well, I mean, if if I stinking just go and destroy something at my job, then guess what? Someone's gonna be thinking that that's everybody. That's how everybody feels. So it's a bad representation on the workplace, and they gotta let you go. But right. again, Kaepernick is the one who opted out of his contract in the beginning. He he left on his own. Mm-hmm. That was his choice. No one forced him. Well, in my opinion, I say he's got he's got to show everybody what he's got. He wants back in, then he's got to work for it, obviously. But I think all politics and all that stuff aside, it it it's a job. Not so lie. if Must he wants n- to try out for it, then hey, I'm not gonna lie. It Must be nice to be able to. Sit out of something and just people want to hand you something. Yep. Must yep. be nice to have a handout every now and again. Well, that's why people <laughs> go to college, Jake, so they can get jobs easier. And whatever oh, I thought you were going to say want. that's why people go to college to get handouts. I'm like, no. What? No, they go to college so they can get a degree in what they want to work in. That way it's easier. Hey, we, I, I, we already said it. What you put but, into life is what you're going to get out of it. Exactly. So there you have it, everybody. Our opinions. Uh, Jake says he should, he should get the opportunity to get signed. I think so too. All politics and everything aside, hopefully we kept this episode relatively politic free. I mean, Uh, I got a feeling we got a little political. We we got a little deep there. You know, we're not big fans of of politics in sports because we just want to watch sports. Like we don't want to watch the news. Um, so I mean, and all in all, and End of story, I guess. It doesn't matter what your your view is. I mean, you should be able to play sports. You should be able to, you know, get what you're working for. But you have to be working for it. Because, I mean, I feel like if you're sitting out of something for four years and you just, you just try to go back into it, it's not for anybody else's sake. It's for your sake. Because if you go in after four years, you're going to get smacked. Like, and it's going to suck for you. It's Everybody's going to be looking be at you like, well, game. that sucks. People act like he's going to be this this all-time great guy, all-time great player. It doesn't work that way when you take that much time off. Mm. You literally have to relearn how to read a defense. So, I mean, there's so much you got to learn as a quarterback when you're out that long. And, you know, throwing a football on a uh, field – like just regular grass, just throwing to someone, it's a lot different than someone coming at you and hitting you. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a whole lot different. Take my word from it. I was a backup quarterback, and I hated it. Jake, how many concussions did you have? Too many. Ten. Exactly. You don't want to be like Jake, folks. Hey. It hurts. Well, wait. I mean, what does that mean? He's a he's a nice guy. I just meant you don't want to get that many concussions. Yeah, no. It's, it's not fun. You forget things a lot easier, too. So. Yeah, like we lost Rob today. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> so next week we'll probably be doing a Rob's take. We'll see what Rob thinks. But we'll we'll see. I don't know. What do you think, Jake? Yeah, I think we should hear from Rob. I would like to hear what Rob thinks on it. I would like to hear Rob's take on it. You know, cuz Rob might feel differently than what we feel. So Exactly. We'll be looking forward to having Rob back next week, but for now, you know, we just really hope you guys enjoy the show and like we said, we're going to try to make sure that we're back every week. There's just been so much stuff going on in the world that sometimes we're not able to really get to what we want to do and be able to do the show. But 
we just hope that you guys are staying safe and we hope you also have a great week this has been intel sports ladies and gentlemen we'll see you next week